Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. On June 30th, 1966, the National Organization for Women is founded. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. The meeting was dryly known as the Third National Conference of the Commissions on the Status of Women. Held in Washington from June 28th to 30th, 1966, the gathering gave rise to one of the most influential arms of the women's movement. It was Betty Friedan who used a napkin to sketch out the now famous acronym, NOW, or National Organization for Women. The entity was an element of the civil rights movement of the era, an age when the federal government was at last taking steps to remove barriers to equality under the law. A few months later, in October 1966, NOW issued its Declaration of Principles, saying, We, men and women who hereby constitute ourselves as the National Organization for Women, believe that the time has come for a new movement toward true equality for all women in America and toward a fully equal partnership of the sexes as part of the worldwide revolution of human rights now taking place within and beyond our national borders. The purpose of NOW is to take action to bring women into full participation in the mainstream of American society now, exercising all the privileges and responsibilities thereof in truly equal partnership with men. We believe the time has come to move beyond the abstract argument discussion and symposia over the status and special nature of women, which has raged in America in recent years, the time has come to confront with concrete action the conditions that now prevent women from enjoying the equality of opportunity and freedom of choice which is their right as individual Americans and as human beings. The author was Betty Friedan, but another figure Polly Murray merits recollection. A black woman and activist, Murray, a friend of Eleanor Roosevelt's, was a pioneering 20th century voice for equality. The online history of now describes Murray this way. She was also unambiguously and vocally queer. She wore pants and was candid about her relationships with women. She was even open about being a gender non-conforming person who cut a masculine of center gender figure early in adulthood. In these respects, she was far ahead of her time. By the 1950s, Murray was well established as a prominent civil rights attorney. Concerns about her work on behalf of civil rights and a past participation with the Communist Party eventually made her a target of the McCarthyism's Red Scare. Murray removed many of the references to her same-sex relationships in her writings from this point onwards. 
Between her queerness, her gender, and her political beliefs, Murray fell victim to the respectability politics of the period and was erased from most chronicles of the civil rights movement. Near the end of her life, Murray became the first African-American woman to be named an Episcopal priest, ordained in the first wave of women ministers in several Protestant faiths. She had grown up in the Episcopal Church and remained a faithful member throughout her adult life. Ordained in 1977, Reverend Murray performed her first Holy Eucharist in the same North Carolina chapel, Chapel of the Cross in Chapel Hill, where her grandmother, an enslaved person, had been baptized. In Murray's own words, if one could characterize in a single phrase the contribution of black women to America, I think it would be survival with dignity against incredible odds. Indeed it was, and is. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge and Chris Basil. Production assistance and operations by Andy Jaskowitz, Adam Macias, and Kelly Rafferty. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.